talking about our most important covenant. I know that we joke around here, take the wrong, take the wrong, and all this. Hmm? But that's the most powerful of all our covenants. <clears throat> I remind you, again, Jesus took the wrong. Otherwise, he wouldn't be able to die for us. I didn't say taking the wrong was easy. If it was easy, everybody would be victorious. No, it's not easy. But you have to will to do it. On a closer study, I discovered that God never allowed any of the martyrs in the scriptures to die until they forgave. You go back and study it. See it for yourself. Now watch. They were stoning Stephen. He looked up. He saw the Lord Jesus standing up, waiting to receive him. But he would not transition. Until he said, Lord, lay it not to their charge. <laughs> then he was released. He couldn't transition. It's the same over and over again. So, this is our covenant, the covenant of taking the wrong. If without this covenant, you won't be sitting here. This church will not exist. So, when I see what it produced, then I am not in doubt of its power. Nor will I ever get comfortable and stop taking the wrong. Now, I've run into things corporately, corporately as a church, where I didn't know how to handle it within my covenant. And God gave me wisdom on how to deal with it. Because when you're dealing with sinners, it's a totally different matter. Okay? I can give you two quick testimonies. One was when I made a decision to change the air units on this building because our gas bill was running $4,000 a month. I knew that the units were old and completely inefficient. So <clears throat> when I got the quote, I think it was 10,000, 5,000, 5, uh -huh, 10, 10,000. 10, okay, 10,000. 10, so Elder Thomas at the time, he wasn't an elder. So he asked me, are you going to go forward with it? I said, yes. 
knowing how tight I had been with money, he was so surprised that I was willing to drop $20,000. I said, you watch. I'm going to recoup my money in six months. So the people came and installed the two units. The next month, our gas bill dropped to 1800 You notice? 2200 returned to me. Don't you see? I recovered the money back in no time. And he made a comment. He said, you know, it's good to be educated. <laughs> That's what he said in those days. Now watch. They put the unit, but it wasn't working correctly. We called another company, and they came and told us that the units were installed incorrectly. We kept calling them to come out and fix it, and they just ignored us. I don't know why people assume that once you are this color, you don't have any sense, you don't have any power, and you can be treated any kind of way, and it's okay. And I've always shocked them. So I said, okay, God said to take the wrong, but I can fix uh, an air-conditioned unit. I said, so how do I operate in my covenant and still get this done? Ooh, I got the idea. So I went to an attorney friend. I said, send me a letter, but I'm not going to sue. But I'm going to convince them that I'm about to sue the shirts off their back. <laughs> you see? As soon as they got the letter, they were out here the next day. They fixed the problem and even added one more vent for us and another return. Hallelujah. So, I learned how to operate in these tight spots. However, when you get into personal stuff, it is not quite as clear-cut. Then your emotions are involved. Then now, the only thing that would differentiate people, one from another, is your level of commitment to God in the matter. But watch this. And how hungry you are for a breakthrough. Because you may prize your emotions above your breakthrough. And then based on that, you will hold on to the grudge. Then God will move on. All right. So, here comes this question from heaven. Do you want to be right? Or do you want to be blessed? And when the questions came down, all the conditions were also imprinted in my spirit. He said, if you want to be right, then get out there and start telling people what they did to you. Get them to side with you. Get them to approve you. He said, but that day, I will leave you. 
But he said, but if you want the blessing, he said, then keep your mouth shut. He said, then humble yourself and take the wrong. I said, where is that written? <laughs> he said, 1 Corinthians 6. And I said, wait a minute. You mean he knows the Bible? Look at how ignorant I was. I was shocked that he knew where he was. So when I got my Bible, it was me who didn't know where he was, like most of you don't know where it is. You, you, you know, tactfully forget that it is written. So if you're following me and things happen, you start running your mouth. Don't you see you've been had? The covenant you're under is completely different from what you're practicing. That's why your stuff is not working. So, as soon as I said, okay, Lord, then I want the blessing. He said, okay, then keep your mouth shut, humble yourself, take the wrong. He repeated. So, I went and got the Bible. Let me see where this thing is written. Because I had never heard of it. Before you came to this church, have you ever heard of it? No. Come on, tell the truth. No. I don't know why when I ask you a question, most, most of you are just looking at me. You answer the question. All right? Let's read. First Corinthians 6. There any of you Having a matter, I didn't tell you to read with me, listen. <laughs> Having a matter against another, go to law before the unjust, and not before the saints. Do ye not know that the saints shall judge the world? And if the world shall be judged by you, are you unworthy to judge smallest matters. You notice? Isn't it amazing how you can think that your stuff is so huge and then God will say it's the small stuff. Even in America in the world, they say don't sweat the small stuff. Isn't that what they say? Okay, now, watch. If then no, verse 3. Know you not that we shall judge angels? So we are going to judge the world and we're going to judge angels. Now watch. How much more things that pertain to this life? If then you have judgments of things pertaining to this life, set them to judge who are least esteemed in the church. Hey. Who would even agree to come to the meeting? I mean, things have happened where even some of my ministers will go to media something. Some of you will treat them like nothing and blast them because it's not me. Because if you do that to me, I'll make a decree over you to prove to you, you cannot do that. Amen. But they don't have that grace. Amen. But the Bible says, if something happens, you should find the least esteemed in the church. Let's look around and find the person with the least popularity. 
the least whatever, and set them to judge, to be the judge over it. Don't you see that God has put his kingdom in humility? We are practicing the American culture. That's what I keep telling you. That's why the supernatural is not working with you. He said, find the least esteemed in the church. Not a pastor, not a minister. Find the least person and let them preside over it. Are we reading the same Bible? You see how you can say you're a Christian, but you don't know what you're carrying around? And you are doing everything contrary to what is, is spoken. And this is how you get your breakthrough. This is how you overcome generational curses. This is how you defeat Satan. Watch now. I speak to your, to your shame. Is it so that there is not a wise man among you? No. Not one that shall be able. To judge between his brethren. But brother goeth to law with brother, and that before the unbelievers. Now therefore, there is utterly a fault among you, because you go to law one with another. Why do you not rather take wrong? Why do you not rather suffer yourselves to be defrauded? You say, instead of embarrassing the Lord by two believers going to court, you say, take whatever it is and preserve the honor of your God. But the church in America particularly, don't read it. Don't read. Don't pay attention to what God says. I've told you, you see people fighting in church, suing each other, I just laugh. I said, because we're just doing religion. We're not practicing. Now watch. Nay, you do wrong and defraud, and that your brethren. All right. I know I read King James. These ones are not as powerful, but it makes it clear. All right. So this is a New Living Translation. When one of you has a dispute with another believer, how dare you file a lawsuit and ask a secular court to decide the matter instead of taking it to other believers? So God is saying, if we have a problem, it should be settled amongst us. We should never go to the court of law before unbelievers to settle anything between us. Watch. Don't you realize that someday we believers will judge the world? And since you are going to judge the world, can't you even, can't you decide even these little things among yourself? Don't you realize that we will judge angels? So you should surely be able to resolve all the disputes in this life. If you have legal disputes about such matters, why go out to outside judges? who are not respected by the church. I'm saying this to shame you. Isn't there anyone in all the church who is wise enough to decide these issues? But instead, one believer sues another right in front of unbelievers. 
even to have such lawsuits with one another is a defeat for you. Why not just accept the injustice and leave it at that? Why not let yourself be cheated? Don't you see that this is so far from our heart? He said you should rather be cheated than drag a fellow believer to court. So you should suffer the injustice. And periodically I keep telling you all the wrong I have been taking. <laughs> and people, you know, it's one thing for someone to cheat you, but it's another for them to cheat you and then tell you that you're such a big wig that this the little thing is no big deal for you. One guy said to me, you know, how can the little flies perching in the back of the cow bring the cow down? So I'm the big cow, and there are the little flies that are eating on me. <laughs> in America now, you want to give him a punch because, first of all, he's messed over your money, and now he's trying to instruct you that it's not a big deal. <laughs> okay, now, watch. Instead, you yourselves are the ones who do wrong and cheat, even your fellow believers. So, you see, what is the Lord telling us? Most times it's the one that is wrong that goes to file the suit. I did not believe I told this many lies. And the Bible said that God hates liars. And all liars will go to the lake of fire. Not even hell. But the lake. Because hell itself will be thrown into the lake of fire. So I know the grace preachers don't read them places. <laughs> all right. So from now till the rest of your life. You will start taking the wrong. It will no longer be a joke. Some of you in here tonight look like you need the message right now. You need to take the wrong today, not tomorrow. Beloved, today's broadcast brought the bacon home. You cannot take the wrong. You can walk in love. If you're hooked up on the principle of the thing, Satan already has you defeated. This is an accurate recount succinctly of the path through which God brought me and revealed the covenant of resurrection through my pain. That's what he wants to do for you, if you will let him. I remember I was speaking to a pastor. Uh, his bishop came and removed him as the lead pastor of this local congregation in their organization. And he was so embittered. And I was sharing my testimonies with him, encouraging him to handle the business a different way. Oh, he's paying a different way. He said, look, look, this is flesh and blood. This is not steel. <laughs> I told him that his wilderness then is yet long. That's how he started up. But thank God, he later reconsidered 
and came and started listening to me. He followed the things I was teaching him from the Lord. And today he has prospered. Amen. Otherwise he would have lived and died in the wilderness. Judging or being angry with this bishop. Am I speaking to you? Is the Lord speaking to you? This is deliverance day. Amen. On the voice of resurrection. Call today. This is the day you gotta call. Because many of you are holding bitterness. You feel justified. I heard uh, once on the radio, this members of this church actually bought radio time to bad mouth the pastor they had just booted out. How he did not come to the hospital, how he didn't do this. And I said, how can you take God's money and buy airtime to do this? Huh? <laughs> we don't understand the kingdom we belong to. Even the U.S. military will not, never leave a wounded soldier behind or a dead body behind. They will fight. They lost men in Somalia trying to rescue dead bodies of American soldiers. But God's people, God's army is the only one that kills his own wounded. May God deliver you and bring you into the supernatural life of taking the wrong. Jesus took the wrong to die for us. He was so egregious that he couldn't find any reason to forgive these people. Finally, he said, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. I know you think it's not in the Bible. It is there. First <laughs> Corinthians 6. May the Lord instruct you and change your life today. 770-994-3777. I mentioned it all week, but today is the day for you to call for your deliverance, for your blessing, and for your restoration in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. And it's your invitation, personal invitation, to join us for Conquest 2023, July the 6th through the 8th. Vessels of glory. God is preparing a people that will usher in the return of the Lord Jesus. God said to me, you'll be a part of this remnant that will replicate every miracle in this Bible. Amen. Come and learn the few things he has taught us that has worked for us, that has caused this ministry to reach to the ends of the earth with a few people that we have. Come and see what God is doing with us around America, the decrees we are making and the changes occurring in this nation. Come, it will only cost you your pride. Come, bring your leadership team. Your ministry will soar. It will grow. Bring the youth ages 12 through 17, for Ignite Youth Conference. Amen. And then the awesome baptismal service, the glory invasion. I've never experienced anything like this in all the years I've been saved until God gave it to me. The glory that is released during this baptism is amazing. It's amazing. Your life will not remain the same. Joining me, Bishop Victor Ozosike from Kingdom Life Gospel Church, Potakot, Nigeria. And Michael Malden, the producer of the Super Spreader, Come Let Us Worship movie. Yes. If you had watched my interview with him, you know it was powerful. He has so much to share with the youth and with all of us. The conference registration is on your screen, theconquest.rhfan.com. Amen and amen. I'm so excited about it. 
your life will not remain the same. We love you. We've poured out our hearts, sharing with you the secrets of resurrection this week, the covenants of resurrection house for all nations. God bless you. Come to church this Sunday. Visit. Give it time. No rush. You're doing better with time now. Yes, we're doing better with time. Amen. We love you. God bless you. See you next week or Sunday morning. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Bye-bye. God is preparing the church for the return of the Lord Jesus. I'm so excited to invite you personally to come to the Conquest Conference this year, July the 6th through the 9th. He gave me this theme, Vessels of Glory. Conquest is what God gave to me as an avenue to share what he has taught me that has caused all these revolutionary blessings and deliverances and miracles to come forth that you will learn from me directly and flow in the same grace. Vessels of glory. He's promising that a glory will show up in the earth. And now he's given me a mandate to share the secrets to prepare so you will be one of those vessels God will use in this end time. I am inviting you pastors and spiritual leaders from me to you. Come and let's fellowship. Let us strategize for what God will do with all of us. We call it the end time global harvest. We've never experienced anything like this. People will get in the water and the glory of God will baptize them. Sometimes I don't even lift my hands and the glory puts the people in the water and we carry them out. happening right here at Resurrection House All Nations, July the 6th through the 9th. This is your personal invitation. Your life will not remain the same. Your ministry will not remain the same. God is taking his church higher 
as it prepares us to be his vessels of glory. See you there. Thank you.